Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Atlanta Falcons pick up yet another victory in Carolina. The Atlanta Range signs yet another top player, and the Call of Duty League split one matches are revealed from weeks one through eleven. We're fixing to discuss that here on the Morgan Man Sports Podcast. To start off the show, guys, we are talking about Sharp from Envy and the Dallas Fuel. Training Academy joining forces with the Atlanta Reign for the Overwatch League 2020 season. Another Overwatch contender standout is going to hit the big leagues this coming season. The Atlanta Reign revealed today that they have signed DPS Hugo Schauberg added to their extensive damage, damage excuse me, dealer lineup for the 2020 Overwatch League season. Sharp has played DPS for Team Envy and the Dallas Fuels Academy team and Overwatch contenders North America since late 2018. Previously, he played for GG Esports Academy and was part of the team Sweden in 2018 Overwatch World Cup. As part of Team Envy, he helped bring the team extensive success in 2019. Team Envy won the North America West region of Overwatch contenders during both 2019 seasons. They took second place in the Atlantic Showdown and made it the lower bracket finals of the Contenders Gauntlet in South Korea. Team Envy has funneled numerous players in the Overwatch League due to the team's success in the Contenders scene. Tank duo Elliot, Elevate, and parentheses Vanyard and Lucas Lewis were acquainted by the Washington Justice during the second season of the Overwatch League. Former main tank Ashley Drill was also promoted to the Dallas Fuel midseason in 2019. During the offseason, the Atlanta Reigns DPS lineup has become a progressively more terrifying scene. Earlier this week, the team added Edison from the GC Bassan Wave. Both Sharp and Edison will likely share the stage time with current star DPS Erster and Bebe. You know, the, this guy's right here is just building up a recipe for a very great season. Now we have the 3-3-3 role in the Overwatch League. And me personally, the Atlanta Reign found their the rhythm all throughout stage four going, what was it, 7-0? and So basically an undefeated stage. And I, I couldn't be more happier to go into this next league season 
and look at the over uh excuse me the Atlanta rain now with you got Sharp and Edison and uh Erster and Bebe playing together guys this is going to be one of those matches or teams that I think can honestly win you know maybe the stage 1 and 2 you know playoffs and potentially go on to the grand finals it is going to be a challenging role because you know Edison and Sharp are, even though, you know, they're still great players, but that chemistry is is what's going to be worked on. But we got a long offseason to work with that, and I am very confident that we will get the chemistry and communication down pat, and this Atlanta Rain team will be much more dominant than what it was last season, despite us even going undefeated and really making midway through the playoffs. The Call of Duty League announced its split one matches for the very first half of the season, weeks one through 11. Now, I'm not going through every single week right here, guys, uh, but I will go through weeks one through four here. So, for week one, it is hosted by the Minnesota Roker. Uh, That Friday, January 24th, the very first matchup will be Optic Gaming LA versus the New York Subliners. Second matchup is the Florida Mutineers versus the London Royal Ravens. Third match for Friday is the Los Angeles Gurules, if I'm pronouncing that right, versus the Minnesota Rokers. So they will be in the primetime section of their homestand, pretty much. Saturday, January 25th, you got the Seattle Surge facing off against the Toronto Ultra. Dallas Empire versus Paris Legion is next. The Atlanta Phase is facing off against the Toronto Ultra. And the Florida Mountaineers is facing off again with the Minnesota Rooker. And then finally, Sunday, January 26, 2020, the Atlanta Phase kicks things off against Optic Game in LA. Second is Toronto Ultra versus the Minnesota Rooker. Chicago Huntsman versus Optic Game in LA. So definitely this is going to be Skump facing off against his old team. And then finally, to end out week one of the Call of Duty League season, you got the New York Soliners facing off against the Florida Mutineers. So week two is going to be a very interesting matchup because then we're traveling to London where the London Royal Ravens will have a homestand. And that will mean that Saturday we will have the L.A. Gurliers, I'm sorry if I'm really pronouncing that name wrong, versus off against the New York Subliners, Chicago Huntsman versus Paralegion, and Toronto Ultra versus off against the London Royal Ravens that Saturday, February 8th, 2020. Sunday, February 9th, 2020, we will have Paris Legion facing off against the Seattle Surge, Dallas Empire versus the London Royal Ravens will end week two. And now we go in back into the States facing off in Atlanta. The Atlanta phase is having a homestand week three, February 22nd through the 23rd. So all the game in LA will face off against the Ravens. The Mountaineers faces off against the Ultra. Roker versus FaZe to end out that Saturday night. 
Then Sunday, February 23rd, the Legion versus the Royal Ravens. And then Chicago Huntsman faces off against the Atlanta Fays. Guys, I am already looking at the Atlanta Fays being one of these teams who are going to at least, gosh, um, see here, they got two wins already, two wins, uh, I'm already looking at the uh, the Atlanta Fays already being three and zero by week three, guys. This 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 is really the static right here. So this is going to be the final week right here that I am discussing, and it's week four, and we are going back across the border to Paris. Yes, that's right, guys. The Paris Legion will be hosting a homestand, and we got the Mountaineers versus the Gurlias. <laughs> Gosh, they really chose a weird name. The New York Subliners faces off against the Surge, Gurlias versus the Legion, and then that Sunday, the Roker will face the Subliners, Surge will face the Empire, and Mutineers will face off against the Legion. Guys, this is a very interesting matchup card, and I am I'm excited to see this. You can find the full schedule on com slash schedule. And this, again, this is going to be an interesting season. The Overwatch League and the Call of Duty League is going to go head to head whenever it comes to views and ratings. And, you know, who's going to have the better momentum? I think personally the Call of Duty League is going to have a better system in place because everybody knows a lot more about the Call of Duty League rather than the Overwatch League. And, but now, granted, the Overwatch League is becoming more popular day by day and by day. And I could just continue saying that. So, it is going to be one of those uh, situations. I mean, they're not competing like, you know, AEW and WWE is for ratings, but I feel, though, as if they are in, like, the low-key term. You know, like, the Overwatch League, like, hey, you know, our game is so much better than theirs. You know, we can do better ratings. And then Call of Duty is definitely saying the same thing. Because Modern Warfare is definitely one of the biggest, highest, and most selling ratedness game that there is in the market. So... Who knows where, where this could go, but my money is on the Call of Duty League to have a better season than the Overwatch League season, and I still love both of them. But if I had to choose, it would be the Call of Duty League season. So, phase up and uh, let it rain for the 2020 season whenever it comes to esports. Well, the news is it's pretty much out, guys. The Georgia Bulldogs are going to their third SEC title game. And guys, let me tell you, it was not pretty. It really was not pretty. But the Georgia Bulldogs held off 12th ranked Auburn to 21 to 14 in Jordan Air Stadium in Auburn, Alabama. With three quarters of football in the books, it appeared as if a win for number four Georgia over number 12 Auburn would be academic. Instead, the Tigers railed for 14 unanswered points in the fourth quarter, but their comeback bid fell big bid fell, excuse me, just short in a hand in a hard fault 21-14 Bulldogs victory by 
virtue of their win Saturday night, Georgia clinched its third straight SEC title and a spot in the 2019 SEC Championship game. Though Auburn was battling late, especially defensively where it silenced Georgia and forced punts on every fourth quarter procession, the Dogs got to key fourth down stops late in the game and held off the Tigers an impressive but incomplete comeback effort. The Dogs' defense was relentless early in the game, holding the Tigers scoreless as, as neither their running game nor freshman quarterback Bo Nix could accomplish, accomplish much. Nix exposed in the fourth quarter, however, finishing the game in with 245 yards, passing 42 net yards rushing, and two total touchdowns while completing 30 of 50 of passes. Georgia quarterback Jake Fromm was not overly efficient, completing 13 of 28 passes for 110 yards, but he did throw for three touchdowns in a game. In the game, excuse me. DeAndre Swift was excitingly effective on the ground with 106 yards of 17 carries. Guys, uh, this right here, honestly, this makes me worried going into the ACC title game because now we have to face, potentially, uh, is LSU. I mean, they're going to be the ones that we're facing in the ACC title game, and they're the number one ranked team in America right now. Or in the nation, and the, you look at you look at how like aggressive these boys are when it comes to LSU. They're they're big, they're physical. Uh, they're getting you know calls right down the middle where they're on target every single play. And for the Georgia offense, it scares me to even imagine us going up against that defensive line because they can get to the quarterback. Unlike us, who can you know sometimes be hit or miss on the quarterback for the opposing team, our defense I I feel great about, but still at certain time at certain times, you know you cannot rely on the defense, especially whenever it comes to Georgia, to get that stop because whenever that crowd gets really loud and the energy is starting to build, they feel the pressure, and that's where. Georgia needs to just, you know, block that noise out, especially on defense, to uh, to capture the quarterback and get him a sack and register a sack and get him for lost yardage. So it is a it is a win. We are going to our third straight SEC title game. Uh, now we are, you know, of course, the only one since Florida from ninety two to what ninety five. It was to ever capture three straight SEC East titles. So, it is going to be an interesting matchup right here, guys. But, honestly, if I'm Georgia, I, I, I'm i going to be scared to go up against LSU. Now, they can be like the Falcons, talking about Georgia here, where we go into New Orleans, more specifically, you know, you know out in Atlanta for the SEC title game, and just completely blow LSU out of the water. And if we do that, then I strongly feel like we can win the national this year. So I'm not getting my hopes up just yet. We'll have to wait and see what the clock looks like at uh, fourth quarter with a minute and a half to go. That That's how I'm going to be looking at the LSU-Georgia game for the SEC title. So coming up next, guys, 
we are talking about the Atlanta Falcons facing off against the Carolina Panthers here on the Morgan Men Sports Podcast. All right, guys, we are now back with the Falcons' dominant performance over the Carolina Panthers, 29-3. Yes, that's right, guys, 29-3. This is not a video game that I played. This is real life. Falcons scored 10 points in the first and second quarter, so that makes 20. Six points in the third, and then four, uh, excuse me, three points in the fourth. And Carolina managed to only score three points, and that was in the fourth quarter. So for team stats overall, the Falcons had 61 plays for 349 total yards. Three penalties, zero turnovers. 6 of 14 on third downs, 1 of 1 on fourth. 2 of 32 in pass attempts, 295 yards in passing. 1 passing touchdown, 26 rush attempts for 54 yards with 1 rushing touchdown. 31 minutes and 26 seconds of possession. 20 first downs, 15 pass first downs, 4 rushing first downs, and 1 penalty first downs. Guys, this is, I I just don't know what to say about this Atlanta Falcons team. They are just totally dominating the ball on all sides of the ball, uh, especially on special teams today with that 80-yard uh, rush attempt, if I'm not mistaken. So here, let's go to highlights. I'm actually talking right here on the Atlanta Falcons app. If I can go back to the start of the game. Yeah, Cordray Olison rushes up the middle for first career touchdown. And guys, it is... It is... No, I'm sorry. Keyshawn Barner takes it to the house on the special team's return. And it it, it was... It was amazing. 78 yards on a punt return touchdown and just Christian McCaffrey and uh, Keenan Allen. I mean, they, they, the Panthers just could not get nothing rolling on offense. And then you had defense, which stepped up to the plate a little bit for the Panthers. And, but still it wasn't enough to stop this Atlanta Falcons offense. Though I will say that even though we were 29 to 3 and last week was like 26 to 9, we could have honestly probably had a better. We should have scored more. With the Dirk Carter plays, yes, I understand that, you know, he is putting us in positions, but there's a lot of plays where. Plays, excuse me, where he's not putting together the right play calls and that does concern me going to going up against say like a 49ers like later in December or the Jacksonville Jaguars or even the Saints again in Mercedes-Benz Stadium on Thanksgiving night so it does concern me right there but still at the end of the day we got the job done and I still believe in Dirk Carter to you know get things right and hopefully we get Austin Hooper back Maybe on the Thanksgiving night game. So we got really, what, two more weeks until that happens. Alrighty, guys. So now we are switching over to player stats. So Matt Ryan had 21 
on 21 completions for 31. Um, excuse me, 21 completions for 31 attempts. Okay, I was getting really tongue twisted there. For 311 yards, averaging 10 yards a an attempt with one touchdown, with a quarterback rating of 111.1. Then Brian Hill with 15 attempts for 30 yards, averaging 2.2 yards a play. The longest was 11. Kijon Burner with two attempts for 15 yards, averaging 7.5. Longest is 9. Cordy Allison. Four tenths for 11 yards, averaging 2.8 with one touchdown. Longest is three for him. Galvin Ridley showed out, and Julio Jones showed out as well. So, for Galvin Ridley, you got eight targets, eight receptions for 143 yards, averaging 17.9 a yard with one touchdown. The longest is 36 yards. Julio Jones, eight targets, six receptions for 91 yards, averaging 15.2. Russell Gage, uh, we did finally get to see him a little bit uh, with four targets, two receptions for 32 yards, averaging 16. Longest is 18. Jaden Graham, two for two uh, for 23 yards, averaging 11.5 yards. And for defense, guys, Devontae Campbell with one interception, Desmond Trufant with one interception, Ricardo Allen for one interception, and Devontae Casey for one interception. Guys, <laughs> I don't know what to say right here. And Vic Beasley got a sack. Uh, I mean, it, it was, see, sacks right here. Adrian Claiborne got two sacks. Vic Beasley won, and Tank McKinley. Finally got him a sack. Guys, this defense is right now legit. This is a defense that I would be scared of to go up against in any kind of situations. Yes, I know I might be over-exaggerating with that, but at the same time, too, Dan Quinn admitted his defeat, and he's got a fresh set of, fresh, fresh set of eyes excuse me, in, in, in the ball game, and... Our linebacker coach, you know, he's seeing it, and he knows what to call, and I'm very pleased with his performance so far. So if we finish out the season with 9-7, even if we don't make the playoffs at 9-7, this is a very great season. Uh, we can redeem Dan Quinn from getting fired and keep him in for next season. And Vic Beasley? Now, Vic Beasley is still a, you know, iffy right now. But if Vic Beasley still produces like he is right now with the linebackers coach calling the plays, uh, we, we might see Vic Beasley at the end of the year, or um, excuse me, at the beginning of the 2020 season. And I'll, I'll be happy with it because then Vic Beasley is now getting sacks. He is aggressive and i like this so have to wait and see what the end of the season and the beginning of next season looks like in that term Alrighty, guys but that is all the time i have for today's podcast i sure hope you did enjoy today's podcast if you did make sure to like button here on sunglass.com spotify google podcast and iHeartRadio. till then i go morgan we'll catch you all later
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.